0: Thank you for joining me on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Today, Kara is joining me and we're going to have a discussion after a recent trip that we just took to Cabo San Lucas with some just amazing friends. And and we're just reflecting on just the importance of having amazing relationships in your life. And so without further ado, we'll just dive into it. Um, Kara, thanks for coming on the show.
1: Yeah, I'm so happy to be here.
0: So Kara, um, let's just, uh, as we jump into this, let's just talk about what an amazing trip we just took, right?
1: Yeah, I just can't stop thinking about just if you look back in your life, and I think anybody who's listening to this, um, you can relate to this. Of the quality of your life today is because of relationships and habits that you've been having the past couple of years, and just the importance of making sure that you're getting in the rooms, the right rooms of people. And I know like that sounds so cliche of like getting in the room, but it's really important that you you're purposely setting yourself up for relationships that you want to be in.
0: You know, and as you're saying that too, I, I think about this and again, it sounds weird, but I call it just stacking relationships. I was talking with somebody this morning about like, just, it's almost like collecting friendships and collecting relationships. And again, it sounds so weird talking about it, but when we think about like skill sets, even LinkedIn, when you think about LinkedIn, there's all these different skill sets that people put on their resume or whatever it is on LinkedIn. And it's almost the same when it comes to relationships. The thing that we have to understand, and I've been talking with Dr. John, who is a a coach that we both work with. I've been talking about this with him for a while now. Everything we need is on the other side of a person. And the only thing that really matters in life, there's all these people that are looking, you know, what's the purpose of life? And what's my purpose here? And why am I here? And if you wanted to narrow it down to one thing that I think is a tried and true, um, nobody could argue with this. Your purpose is a relationship with another human and not just one, but that's where when we're talking about stacking relationships and getting in the room, that's why it's so important because everything that we're here to do and everything that we need from someone else is on the other side of a relationship.
1: Yeah. Even just thinking about that, if you, if you look at um, the relationships that you have, you know, there's that saying you become like the five people you spend the most time with, you know, if they're whatever money they are making is the money that you're going to be making the health that they have is what you're going to be having. The way they're showing up in their relationships. And so, you know, coming to an end of 2022 and just thinking forward of 2023, you know, we were on a call this morning and they were talking about, you know, what do you need to let go of this year to really enter into that next year? So I think it's a perfect time to really start thinking about, okay, in 2023, who am I going to be? Who do I need to surround myself with? What are those? you know, relationships that I need to cultivate or maybe go a little deeper on? And how do you find those rooms too? I think that's another question that we get often asked is, how do you get these relationships um, with these incredible people? How are you getting invited on trips like this? And, you know, sometimes I look at these um, relationships and and these invitations and think the same myself of, wow, how did we end up here? But if we rewind and we look back, we can see how each path led to where we are today.
0: Yeah. And I think it's so important when you're you know, how, how do you build these relationships? How do you answer that question? I think it comes down to first, like, what do you want to change in your life? And when you look at the energy of the relationships you have, or when you look at, you know, where you're at as far as business goes or your job or the types of conversations that you're having, I think part of it is getting really strategic on like, who else do I need in, in our life? And I remember in 2019, one of the things that I wanted to do in 2020 was launch a podcast. And we've talked about this before. You're listening to the podcast right now because of that or Kara's podcast. But really, like we got strategic that year. You even made the comment like you thought, hey, we should join Chris Harder's Elite Mastermind. And my first thing was like, well, why would I even want to join that podcast? Because I was thinking in my mind it was one thing. But then when I started looking into it, I realized that it was exactly what I needed because where I wanted to go was launch a podcast, build a personal brand. And so it could be strategic when it comes to like building your brand or your business or whatever, or it could be the same principle applies. Like if you want certain types of friends in your life, if you're entering a phase of parenting, you probably want to get in a room or, you know, reach out specifically to people that have parenting experience and be like, Hey, could we take you to dinner? Hey, we would like to hang out more. Or, you know, it could be anything. It doesn't have to be parenting. It could be just whatever it is that you want to change in your life. That's probably where you should start about getting strategic about who you should hang out with.
1: Yeah, and I love that. Just thinking about like who you want to be with and the rooms that you're wanting to be in. But then also, who are you going to be in those rooms? How are you showing up in those rooms Um, or in these relationships? If there's somebody specific that you're thinking of as we're talking about this, like I would love, you know, even rewinding back to... (laughs) me saying I wanted to join that, that mastermind, I can distinctly remember, and there's actually been a couple of times where I've felt this, and I just want to give permission to people listening that if you've ever felt this, that it, it's probably your sign that you're supposed to be in those rooms, but I remember being at actually a, an event, and I saw Chris Harder and a couple of other people in the back of the room, and I just immediately knew that they were supposed to be our friends. And I know that might sound weird, but I think other people that are listening to this, because you are growth-minded and because of the humans that you are, can probably relate to that. And you know, I knew that in order for me to be friends with them, I couldn't just walk up to them and be like, hey, do you want to be my friend? You know, I'm, there's They have people knocking on their doors all the time. They have people wanting um, to have a conversation with them. So the quickest and easiest way for me to get in that room or me to become friends with them was actually to get in the room and let myself shine in, in who I am. And then I think it's important that we when you do show up in those rooms, you're coming with a pure heart and an openness to where this will lead. And sometimes it really leads to a relationship where, or a friendship and sometimes it doesn't. But either way, you're entering into that room of, hey, I'm here to serve as well as receive. I think that's a really important thing. If you're going to join a mastermind for something like this is when you're going into the mastermind, knowing that you're also there for a purpose of serving other people and you have something to offer the rest of the room. Because if you're there to just take, we all know those people who are there to just take and they walk in a room. And in fact, um, I just want to hit on this a little bit. You know, there's we're in a part of a mastermind and a lot of the people in there are saying, you know, every mastermind I've ever joined, it's been very ego driven and it's just this, uh, this kind of head honcho, like, Hey, look what I did one upping each other, or maybe even being there, being like a shark or a hunter and trying to get all this business. And, you know, I haven't experienced that very often in masterminds. um, But it's important when you're joining a mastermind that there, there isn't that vibe there and you're not coming in with that because that's a really... You know, for me, when I'm joining a mastermind, I want deep connections. I want to be in that room to actually grow my relationships. And when you get to know somebody, then they have all their connections and they can connect you to the right people. But if you're going in there with this take mentality, it really shows up in the person that you are.
0: Yeah. And I think just understanding, I want to go back to something that you said, like you specifically said one time, we are going to be friends with these people. Yeah. And number one is setting that intention. But number two, just Kara said something about um, giving permission to connect and your subconscious is really, really powerful and smart. We just don't spend a lot of time connecting to it. But just like you said, you were at an event and you knew that these people were going to be our friends. You knew that they were going to be part of our world because you trusted your intuition. And I think you really need to check into that, whether you're joining a mastermind or whether you're joining you know, an online community or whatever it is that you feel like you need to join, really just getting connected to that. And when you know that you need to do something, you... There's been plenty of times where we joined communities where we didn't know how we were going to pay for it. It seemed Mm -hmm. really expensive. Um, The very first mastermind that we joined or that I joined was uh, the the real estate guys. And it was like $50,000. It was a lot of money. We'd never thought about spending that kind of money. And we had no idea how it was going to happen, but we knew that we needed to make it happen. And from that point forward, whenever we know we need to do something, you've got to listen to that. And I love what you're saying too, because from the other side. You've got to listen to when you also know it isn't the right thing. Mm -hmm. There's been some times where like there was a a particular group that I really wanted to be a part of. And when you look at the motivation behind it, and it doesn't make it right or wrong, I'm not saying that this is right or wrong, but there was a certain group that I wanted to be a part of. And, and literally when you hear, I don't know if you're thinking about the one that I'm thinking of, but when you just even hear about the way that I was saying it, it wasn't because I really wanted to connect with these people or I wanted to be friends with them or I felt a deep connection. It was because I wanted to be in that room to get certain relationships. So this happens and it's okay. Like if you know you need to get certain relationships or you want to learn a certain skill set and there's a, there's a group that can give that to you, that's okay too. But for Kara and I were really led by, I didn't end up joining that group, but, and it was, it was kind of like the wrong driver for me because we're driven by relationships first and not necessarily outcomes. So it's okay to be part of groups because of an outcome. And I think that's usually what happens in the mastermind communities. But for me, and I'm not saying I won't ever join a group for a certain outcome. If, I, if there's a skill set that I want or need, or if there's particular connections that I need or want, and we all go into it knowing, you know what, we're big adults. I'm going to pay you to do a certain thing. You're going to deliver a certain thing. That's fine too. But I think what Kara's really hitting on is super important because if you really want bigger, better relationships and connections... I love what you said too. When you know that you need to join something, you do it, but then also how you show up is extremely important. Like yeah. the, the energy that you show up with is so important.
1: Yeah. Well, and even just rewinding, you know, you saying there's going to be groups that you join for a specific reason. We did join, you did join that mastermind um, for a specific reason, but I think like the, the posture and the heart behind it really matters when you're coming into those. Um, but just reflecting back on the weekend a little bit, kind of shifting gears. Um, something I really noticed is as our friends are up leveling, as we're being surrounded, you know, I feel like each year we're just our relationships are growing and the people that we're being surrounded with are just at another level. And one of the things that I really noticed this trip was just the collaboration and the conversations were so different than than normal conversations. Um, this wasn't a mastermind or anything, but it was just a trip with friends, but there was really high level people in there, but everybody had something to offer the mm-hmm. room. And um, another thing I really noticed was they were all very health conscious mm-hmm. because they're high performers and they care about their health and they care about where they're going. And so they're taking care of their bodies. And so when you think about that and you think about those higher level people that you're wanting to be surrounded with, sometimes you don't know those things that they're doing until you're around them. Now, Micah and I have been kind of on a journey of of our health lately, but I think that this trip was really just a reminder of where we're going. We need to make some changes in our health because it's going to require a lot more of us. Um, So that was just something really interesting that I really took home is, you know, if, if we want to go to that next level, we have to take care of our bodies and our health is our most important asset that we have. And so if we're not feeling energetically energized or our health feels poor or crappy, we're not going to show up as our best version of ourselves. So that was something that I really took note of is that everybody on this trip really, really was prioritizing their health.
0: Yeah. I love, even as you're saying that, I mean, there, I think we could go you know, a little further into this too, but health and even just, so relationships, the health component of it, but then also contribution and servanthood, like you, you mentioned that a few minutes ago, but that was another thing that I realized this last weekend too, is that everybody was there to contribute. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times that's the, um, that you can see the difference in the energy in a room based on, you know, who's there to get and who's there to take versus who's there to give. That was another thing that I really noticed. Everybody was there to like contribute. That was another big part of what I noticed in that room.
1: Yeah. So I think, you know, just as we're going into the 2023 kind of wrapping up a little bit of thinking about who you want to be surrounded with. And maybe you don't even know what that looks like. And I think if you've never joined a mastermind or, you know, that's how it started for us. Really, if I look backwards, it was joining strategic rooms, finding people that we knew we needed to be in their energy. We knew we needed to learn from them. We knew we needed to be mentored by them. We knew that they were going to assemble the right people for the connections for that next version of ourselves. And looking back, that was kind of a key for, for us. And then saying yes, saying yes to those opportunities when things are presented. Um, So I think like, just what are, what are some ways that we have, have really, I know I started out with joining masterminds, but what are other ways that people can like really start building that community? If that's something that you want to do?
0: I think the key thing first is just really, and you could do this either way, so you could sit down as an individual or as a couple and write out like, what do you really want in your life? And maybe maybe even to go a little deeper is like a values conversation, like what do we value? And if you can really get clear on what you value and what you want in your life, it's gonna help you identify people that already are further along in that journey. Mm-hmm. And the reality is like, I don't think we ever stop chasing people that are just a little further along in their journey. And that's the thing between... When you get in a room like we were just in this last weekend, which again was just a bunch of friends, it wasn't a mastermind. But there's people in that room that are really far along ahead of us in certain areas, and then there's you know us that are really far along in other areas. And when you show up with that, when you have your values aligned first, and you show up from both perspectives, willing to give and receive, um, that's where the magic really happens. So I would just encourage. You know, anybody that's listening, like if you don't want to sit down or you don't know or you can't get clarity yet on what you really value, then just flip it on its head. And when you're attracted to someone, just ask the question, why am I attracted to this person? And I'm not talking about physical attraction. I'm talking about like you want more of this type of, I would really like to be friends with that person or I'd like to spend more time with them. What is it about them that, you know, has you really attracted to them? And that might help you identify some of the values that are in your life or that you value that are not necessarily in your life and that you want to build more of.
1: Yeah, I really love that. And I think taking time to do that, it's what we always talk about. Once you start putting that down on paper, once you start really noticing, um, just even becoming aware if you can't—if you don't have the exact words you want to put down on paper, but becoming aware of, hey, I this person I really am attracted to, and I want to be in their world. Now you're aware of it. So those people are going to begin, draw, begin being drawn to you, and you're going to be begin drawing to them. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? So pay attention, because I promise you, I mean, I sat in the back of that room a couple of years ago, and I was like, I know that these are going to be my friends, and now they are our friends. And so paying attention to that, and then now, when, once you're attracted to that person, okay, maybe it's not even just that person. Maybe it's people like that person. Where are they hanging out? What rooms are they in right now that you could get, be a part of? I think that that's a really, really great way to get into a relationship with somebody is finding out where they're hanging out, inviting them to lunch if you have, you know, that close of a, of a place to, you know, there are certain people you're not going to just ask to lunch. You're going to have to get into a room and try to get their attention to who you are and that's where coming into a room of serving um it all comes back to serving really and and the reality of things is coming into a place where you're you're there to serve and and just be kind to people like that goes a long way just showing up as a kind human and willing to give to others um but i think you're right of just putting it down on paper of what does that look like and then if you can't do that just being aware of what that is.
0: You know, I think another thing that's really important as, as you're saying all of that is trusting the process. Mm -hmm. And this is what's really hard because the difference between a shark and, you know, somebody who's patient, when we talk about a sharky mastermind or, you know, and, and again, everybody knows somebody like this, but they're the person that feels like if I don't get my two cents in or my question right now, or if I don't make an impact on this person, they might not notice me. That's a very sharky characteristic, but I was just thinking there's a there's a person that um, it, we get to interview in our world um, this week actually. And if I look backwards, we met him in 2020 on a call in another mastermind and was really drawn to him and this person has been in our peripheral for a long time and and we actually get to interview them on on a big stage um, this week and it just made me realize that like, the patience, you know, mm-hmm. just trusting the process and trusting God in the universe to bring us the people at the right time. Like we don't have to be a shark and think that this is our only chance. And so I just want to throw that out there too, because When you know you need to know somebody or you know you need somebody in their world, you said, you know, if you feel led to take them to lunch or something, fine, ask. But not very many people are just like, hey, can I buy you a coffee? And that's the only method to go. Like when you know you need to know somebody, just trust the process and be patient. And I love what you said earlier, too, about just showing up and serving. I think that's part of it, too, is just when you're patient and you know that you don't have to like, you know, create some kind of angle so this person can notice me. That's where things get weird.
1: Yeah. And I think you can ruin it almost by being that person, um, rather than being patient and allowing the good timing, the correct timing of when that person is supposed to be in your life. You know, if we would have jumped the gun and just tried to make our way into this person's life that we're going to be interviewing, it would, it's going to, it would have looked a lot different than this week, us being able to just interview them on a stage. Right. So Mm. being patient it actually pays off in the long run. Um, We have a a mentor before that would talk about the hunter mentality versus the farmer mentality. The hunter wakes up hungry and he's out there and he's ready to kill. The farmer's patient. They're going and they're planting seeds and they're watering them. And they're, they're just being patient because they know that once they plant the seed and if they take care of that seed, it's going to grow and it's going Mm -hmm. to produce. And it's not a one-time kill, right? Like that seed will continually be producing, um, so I love that just analogy of in our relationships, it's just, you know, paint a picture of what you want, want to happen in your next, next uh, version of yourself or in this next year for 2023, and then watch, watch how things start lining up, watch how opportunities start coming, and then pay attention and act quickly. I think that's one thing we're really good at is if we know we're supposed to be in a room, we don't question it, we don't try to figure it out in our heads of how we're going to do it, and we've never... Not been able to do what we said we were go- going to do. Um, that doesn't mean it hasn't been, you know, a stretch at times, because most of the time it is a stretch. But just pay attention to that and allow those opportunities to come and say yes when you're supposed to say yes. And then also on the other side, don't just say yes to any opportunity. Make sure that it's like, hey, I know that I'm supposed to be here.
0: Yeah. Well, and on that too, like, it's always an honor when, you know, you have an opportunity or an invite to go do something. But to your point, like not every opportunity, just because you're excited about something doesn't mean, I think this is just connecting into your, you know, your subconscious or what God wants for you or whatever that means to you, like knowing what you need to be led by. And I think what it really comes back down to is being clear on what you want. Chris Harder asked me a question. Um, This was probably in 2021. He said, if you could meet anyone In this coming year, who would it be? And I didn't have an answer. Mm -hmm. And it's because I hadn't spent enough time thinking beyond, like, you know, my current circle of influence at that point in time. And so, you know, we're all really good about thinking about the things we want in our life. But again, if the relationships and the people and the influence are the most important part of it, which I think they are, if the relationships, everything you need is on the other side of a human. And so we're really good at, thinking about the things we want in our life and the things that we need and our vision boards. But it's kind of, we don't spend a lot of time thinking about who we need, the type of individual that we need in our life. And so I would just encourage, you know, anybody that's listening to maybe just think about that a little bit. When Chris asked me, if you could meet anyone, who would that be? It really caused me to pause because honestly, I think if I pick that person, I will probably meet them in the next 12 to 24 months.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've done this for the last couple of years when we do our vision boards. I always put two to three people on there of like, I would love to meet this person. Um, And it's pretty much happened for for most of them. You know, years ago, I had a couple of people. So I think just putting it out there and just knowing, and sometimes it's not even a person. Like all the people we met this weekend and that we spent the weekend with, they were not people that I was like, I really want to know them but they're the type of people mm-hmm. I really want to know. So it doesn't even have to be a specific person, but I want to be hanging around people who are conscious about their health, who are wanting success, but not at the cost of their family and, mm-hmm. and who are wanting more in their life, who are wanting God in their life. So I think just setting that up as your intention too of the relationships, because once you have that clear picture, you're going to be giving opportunities for these people to come into your life.
0: Yeah, and realizing too that when you get into those rooms, this is what you were saying earlier about you know you're there to contribute as much as you are to receive, and so getting clear too, and maybe this is just one more challenge, but getting clear on you know what is it that you bring to the table, and maybe maybe you haven't spent the time really thinking about you know what is your superpower or what 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 do you bring to the world that nobody else can or to a room that nobody else can. And I think sometimes we overcomplicate that because we think it has to be this big thing. And really, if you find yourself constantly maybe sharing the same message or same wisdom or people asking you the same question, maybe it's in that thread. And so I think, you know, part of getting into a bigger room that scares people, but also is the thing we really need to be thinking about is like, what value do you bring to that room too? So I would just encourage you to just be thinking about that because you're going to have an opportunity to get in rooms and around amazing people And you also just need to be prepared to be open to sharing your gifting too, because I think a lot of times you get in a bigger room and you tend to cower down. Mm -hmm. Well, in reality, like all the amazing people that we were with this week are people that we probably would have put on a pedestal a couple years ago and maybe not said anything, but we get to have, bring just as much value to a conversation as anybody else. So I would just encourage you too, to not cower. It's not that you need to speak about something, but when you feel led to share share because that's what's going to keep you getting invited into the room is the value you bring as well.
1: Yeah. And just even taking it one step further, because I remember, and if anybody's feeling like this, I remember I used to think like, well, what value do I have? I would actually think that, um, but it's the person that I am. So it doesn't have to be, you know, I have definitely have skill sets and, and wisdom and knowledge, but- you know, who am I as a person really, really matters. And I love really hard. And so it can be even things like that, because that's what people are really craving and desiring is people with big hearts, too. So when you're thinking about that, and and if you're thinking, I don't even know what my skill set is, just come and be you. Because my favorite people are people who maybe are big names and then they're so goofy and so funny and just kind of throw you off um, and who are vulnerable and people who show up just authentically themselves. So with that, just knowing that you're going to come to that room fully yourself and knowing maybe at the end of the year, you're not going to be that same version that I've obviously grown so much the last couple of years, especially in that as I'm not showing up every year as the same person, but I allow myself to show up completely as I am.
0: I was just even thinking about the couple's mastermind and, the first year, you know, we put together 10 different couple types of just, they were just avatar personality type of couples that we wanted. And if you think about a really well-balanced room, there's, you know, we were talking about this, There we always have a funny person Mm -hmm. and we always have somebody like with really high energy. And we always have somebody that's like, you know, kind of calm and soothing. And there, so they're like, to your point, it's not necessarily when we say skill set, it's not necessarily like, hey, I'm a real estate investor, or hey, I'm a flipper, or hey, I own a construction company. Or no, a lot of times it's, in fact, more importantly, is like you said, that human connection element. Mm-hmm. It's the different types of people that we need in our world. So whoever you are, just be you.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was so fun just getting invited on a trip like that. And, you know, I just, I'm so excited for the future and I'm excited for everybody who's listening's future of who, who are you going to be at the next end of next year? If we can go, you know, fast forward, what are you celebrating next year at this time? And then as you're thinking about that, who do you need in your life and what are the rooms that you need to be in?
0: Yeah. So good.
1: All right. This has been fun. I loved, um, our trip. I'm looking forward to our next one. Um, and I'm excited about our mastermind, our couples mastermind.
0: Yeah, we should talk about that real quick, because if you are looking for a room to get into, we have a few spots left. We've already filled a couple spots and have some people that we've talked to. So um, if you want to join us in 2023, we would love to have you. We are looking for, you know, couples that want to take their relationships, their businesses, their lives to the next level. Couples that want to get in a room. Uh, with other people like us and just be around us for a year and we get to be around you. It's such an amazing thing. There's two trips involved. We take a trip in January, so it's coming up quick. We take a trip in September. These are bucket list type trips. We coordinate a room, we bring in amazing speakers. So we would love to have you join us. If that's something that's of interest to you, um, just text the word couples to 480-531-7519 and we'll get on a call with you.
1: Yeah. Can't wait to grow.